What's up, everyone? Hey, wait, hold on. Is it recording? I think so. Yeah, it is. Okay. Wait, hold on. Sorry. Stand right there to make sure it's recording. It is recording. Okay. I see the red button. Okay. Okay. Record. Okay, go. Let's do this. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the studio. I'm your host, Neil Ditello, and this is the Full One Podcast. As always, to my left, my buddy Pat Daly. Pleasure's always, brother. And to my right, my good friend Michael Quattromani. Happy to be here. Boys, how we feeling today? Today's podcast. <laughs> today's you know? podcast. I think it's the quietest. That's the quietest reaction to voice. How it, it is the right. calm before in, the storm, in, oh, my friend. I Roughly love forty it. episodes of calm before the storm. I'm doing great. I'm very excited. We got a lot to talk about. We're doing. Uh, you know what, Neil? So, uh, well, 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 first, Mike, how are we? I'm great. I really am. Just looking forward to the podcast. I feel like my answer is the same every week, but, you know, <laughs> I'm just looking forward to the podcast. <laughs> so, we did AFC, the four AFC division winners last week. This week, we're switching over, doing the four um, NFC division winners. Might have a little bit of controversy, but... I think we'll definitely I, have a little I, bit I, of I, I guess we'll see. So you're going to have more controversy this week than last week. I think so. I would agree with so. that assessment. Okay. Who yeah, wants to where, start it off? Where, where, where would you like to start it off? What division? So let's roll let's roll north first. All right. Who are we thinking? AFC North. So just to kind of set the table on the north, we have the – who is that? Is that Packers, I think? Right? Yes. Yeah, we got Packers, yes. Vikings, Bears, Lions. So out of that, I have the Vikings. And, hmm. yeah, so – oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. I have the Packers. I thought I had the Vikings Good. out first. Okay. Good. I, 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 I was just about to say our first yeah. disagreement of the day. I, ha- I have a lot of reasons on why I don't think the Vikings are going to win it. I also <laughs> have the Packers. So, yeah. Sharpie so that in. Last year, at one point, I don't know if you guys remember or not, we had Kirk Cousins as an MVP candidate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was like, he wasn't going to win it. He was in the conversation. But he was in the conversation. For and then... Reason. He started to really screw up when it came to prime time, and he just couldn't perform in those Couldn't handle games. the spotlight. Right. <clears throat> the Vikings have three primetime games this year. Mm-hmm. They're against the Bears, Seahawks, and Saints. Three tough teams, and they all happen the on the road. Well, Bears on the road isn't easy, especially primetime. Come on. I, no, I know. Come on. I, you know what I mean. Cousins can't <laughs> win in those situations. I got a few stats. Right. He's 0-9 on Monday Night Football. He has one and two in the playoffs. He is one twelve in one when trailing in the fourth quarter, and he has six in twenty nine against teams over five hundred in his career. And he was two and six last year alone against teams over five hundred. All I have yep. to do is just sign. Based on last year's records, <clears throat> Cousins is facing ten teams this year, including the Buccaneers. I put in the Buccaneers because they're going to be over five hundred this year anyway. Ten teams that were over 500 last year, they're going to be facing this year. Ten teams. So is it, possible that, is it possible that they lose ten games to all those I'm not teams? saying Probably that. Not. I just don't think they're going to win the division. I don't think they'll win the division either. But I want to move away from Cousins' shortcomings because there's more than just that. They lost to Fon Diggs, and he's a really Big. hard piece to replace. Mm-hmm. And the Packers aren't by any means a perfect <coughs> team. No. But they added pieces in the offseason, and they have a way easier schedule than the Vikings. I was, I, I was just going to say that. And, you know – they have Adam Thielen still, but Adam Thielen is – he's a slot receiver. You know, he's, he's like a short-route guy. Diggs we was saw what team. happened when Julian Edelman was <clears throat> alone himself as a slot receiver. Mm-hmm. They couldn't Suffer. Not pretty. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. Diggs was majorly their deep threat. It was literally Cousins – it sounds weird, but like it was like Cousins' muse. You know what I mean? Like it was so perfect to the skill set that he had. So without that, 
does Cousins perform to the ability that he would normally on the Vikings without Diggs? How much do you? I think. Uh, so how much do you credit? He's bound to so, regress. so obviously he's bound to regress. I, I actually have the Vikings. So whoa. Wow. Yep. Okay. Have you shot so in? I I will I will stencil in right now. Wow. So Cousins, yes, doesn't perform well under primetime pressure. Vikings. Yep. We got our first disagreement of the day. Not surprising that it's coming from Neil. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yes, he doesn't perform well under primetime. He had the third highest completion percentage in the league last year at 68. Yes, obviously you're going to rest the loss of digs. I just don't see it dropping too drastically. He Why? had 3,600 yards and 26 touchdowns. Not something to write home about, but it's like, it's almost something to write home about. I, s- I, I don't think I don't think I don't think he's as terrible. Last year, Kirk Cousins was an MVP, he's an MVP candidate. candidate. I, 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 like through the first I don't like, six games, he right, obviously didn't still. perform to MVP candidate caliber come the end of the year, but he also didn't do horrendous the entire year either. Thirty six hundred yards is not horrendous. So so you said that you you're not you don't think that the loss of Diggs is going to affect him too much. Why? Not entirely. I just think okay. Do you think the loss of Hopkins will affect Watson. Yes, I think majorly. I think Hopkins he, is a way better receiver. Yeah, also I, I would com- I would completely agree. So right. if if and I think Watson's a better quarterback than Cousins. Cousins, I would agree also. Um, I also like what I see in the potential of the defense this year. So they got Gladney and Cameron Dancer from the draft to better that secondary. I think that was their weakest link on defense last year. Mm-hmm. I also think there's going to be a lot of controversy in the Packers' quarterback room this year. Some of the tension that team is dealing with can't be easy for the whole team. I can promise you right now, Aaron Rodgers, if he is winning football games next year, and what if he doesn't? Jordan Love on the field, and what if he doesn't? If he doesn't, then they'll put in Jordan Love. And how do you think that's going to affect the team? How well do you think Jordan Love will mesh with the team? I guess is my question to you. No, my question to you, not it just it's more of a, like a hypothetical. How well do you think the relationship between Love and Rodgers is going to go? I think it's the more important thing yeah, that we need to be I asking ourselves. I think another thing is just how likely is it that Aaron Rodgers is going to learn oh, lose football games? You know, I don't think very likely. I don't. I don't think so either. I mean, I, they I, went thirteen and three. Or I threw in a hot take like a little bit ago, saying that I think Jordan Love is going to be starting Week Seventeen. I don't know. Rodgers is still it's, it's a great definitely possible. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I want to dive into a little bit of mine. I get the Packers, just as Michael does. I don't like Rodgers. Michael knows that. I think mm-hmm. Rodgers is on the decline. I'm not a fan of him. I don't like Rodgers either. I think he still has what it takes. They have the fourth best O-line in the league, which is good in protecting a Rodgers, which is aging. Yep. It's pretty simple as that. It's kind of crazy to hear that like we grew up on 2010 Rodgers winning the Super Bowl, and now he's like old. It like throws yeah. me off. Um, they beat the Bi- the Vikings both times last year. They have a really good, strong divi- like division record against teams mm-hmm. that they play, yep. right? Division games, which obviously in winning a division, that's sometimes what it comes down to. Um, Especially the last like two, three weeks of the season, because that's who you're right. You know, playing. They, and I the think the Packers were six and zero in the division last year. Right, and I think this team is going to digress a little bit, and I'm not going to say that. They're going to win all six games again. I, th- I think the Vikings will maybe take it at home. But it, there's, they're, they're a very strong division team. I think they have the edge. And if, like we were talking about, if Rodgers doesn't work out, I know that might, that might cause some controversy in the locker room, but Love is a solid quarterback. You know what I mean? It's going to be. I, I, think, I think it's less about how good are the Packers, and it's more of how bad are the Vikings, if I'm being honest. I, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying the Vikings are a bad team. I just think to win the division, I. I 
Kirk Cousins has six wins and 29 losses against teams that are over 8-8 eight and eight, or 8-8 eight and eight and better. He's facing 10 teams this year. That's more than half of his schedule. That's over 8-8. Eight and eight. And he's six and twenty-nine against those teams. He was two and six last year alone. That ain't you good. You can't expect him to somehow, at very best, split with the Packers. You know, go one and one in their series, and then not lose more than at least six games, seven games, to teams that are over five hundred next year. It'd That's be crazy. already seven or eight losses right there. And I think that you're crazy to expect the Packers to lose any more than five. I I I think they go ten and six. Because yeah. you got to remember, dude, that you, like we were talking about, this team, I it, go it's not about, how, like we said, or like you said, and I agree with you, it's not about how good the Packers are. It's about how the Vikings are just, like, that much worse. Yeah. Not to say that the, the Vikings are a terrible team. It's just They're not. in comparison. Mm-hmm. They're not. Yeah. I got so, Packers, Packers, Vikings, Packers. Interesting. So I kind of want to start off south. So I've got the same. So this hasn't quite been a no-brainer. There's been a ton of controversy nationally throughout the NFL about this division. They have one of the most elite teams in the league last year. I think we had him at three. I had him at three for my power rankings. Yeah, I think we all had him at three. We yep. Three. You know, nothing much should be said. They excel in pretty much every aspect of the game. Um, they really bolstered their offense with the addition of Manuel Sanders. What, what I also have the Saints. Saints? Yeah, this is consensus. I don't know how you can. I, I just don't know right now how you can say how Buccaneers you can anything without else. seeing how yeah, Brees I mean, played in that Brees, uniform. And look, Brees had the highest completion percentage in the league last year. He had almost almost 75%. Like, that's that's crazy. They also had a top 10 O-line last year. Also, they only allowed 15 sacks. And I think partly that's, you know, part of the reason or – Maybe all of the reason for Breeze's success in his completion rate is look, he's got all time. Of it. I mean, having obviously a whole receiver in the NFL isn't going to hurt. A, sub- <laughs> I a make substantial this, part of it. I'm going to make this very simple for you. Well, I, 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 got, I, got, I got more. Hold on. So they were top half of the league in overall defense 2019. I feel as though this is kind of obvious. Their biggest wild card is their run game in Kamara. We saw him take a huge decline last year. Not huge. It was or, not huge. It was a. It he, was significant enough it was, to print it up in a podcast right now. I think, it, dude, it was it and was fantasy. It was fantasy. fantasy last year? Yes, I knew you were bring up fantasy. It was it was fantasy wise. It was a decline. In, yeah. in real life, it wasn't that it, big of a decline. He if you're watching a, the games, he took a decline. When you, when you see Alvin Kamara touch the ball, you know that there, there's a potential for a very big game. And and maybe not in fantasy, but like, I I don't like how we we kind of compare fantasy to real life because a lot of the time they shouldn't be comparable. I mean, Carlos Hyde in fantasy is an awful running back, but in real life, he was like, I, I, I think he was like top 10 in most categories in the NFL. Like, in fantasy, he sucked. But in real life, like, I just don't think you can really compare fantasy in real life. I don't think you can either do, but I, like, if you like, take a peek at the stats, like, he did take a little, I'm not going to say it's crazy, but he, he took a dive. He did. Yeah. Do, do you think he's going to bounce back from that? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I do that, too. The team fixed their biggest hole on their team last year. They got Emmanuel Sanders. They got their number two receiver to take the pressure you know off what? Michael Thomas. That rounds it all out for me. Do you know what I mean? I like that is, that is yeah, everything that, that they kind of addition was. So, obviously, I have the Saints, too. I'm going to put it very simple. Dominant offensive line to protect an old breeze who really hasn't shown any crazy signs of decline. He hasn't. Not gonna That's yet. very that – it's kind of slept on. Do you know what I mean? That, like, is. people really don't talk about that. He really hasn't showed any signs of crazy decline. They have arguably the best receiver in the league. 99 overall. <laughs> Not a wild about it. Crazy. It. And, and, and this, is, this is the thing for me. A better defense 
than their divisional counterparts, the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else do you want well, to win a division? I don't know. Whoa. Because, well, they don't have as good as a run defense. Nowhere near as good as a run defense. I'm talking all-around Saints like, defense to all-around Bucks defense. The Saints, Saints defense better. is better. A l- but not by a lot. It's better. It, uh, like, if you were to tell me right now the Bucks are going to have a better defense by the end of the year, I wouldn't think you're crazy. Like, that's a very reasonable expectation to, have set, to see. I don't know. I, 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 I said it like three podcasts ago. The defense hurt a lot because just think about it. When your quarterback throws 30 picks, the defense had no time to rest. Right. Had no time. Mm-hmm. Let's say let's say Winston's at his own 40 and he throws a pick. And the off the other offense yeah, we're is obviously setting gonna up see top an incline at the 50. In, you know? yeah, so the defense is already in a bad situation. So I think the defense's numbers were inflatedly bad, I guess, to put it that way, mm-hmm. because of Winston's picks. And their lack of rest. Yeah, exactly. So if you, if you take that out and, and you put in a stable quarterback who takes care of the football, I think their numbers will just automatically mm-hmm. go up. Take out, you know, who, who even their personnel is. Their numbers are bound to go up mm-hmm. in a good way. But I just think that penciling in the Saints for having 12 wins this year is probably yeah, one of the easiest things you can do in the NFL. I mean, yeah, I already put it in. Good. They also have the eighth <laughs> easiest schedule in the NFL. I was just going to talk about that. Eighth easiest schedule in the NFL. That's that's almost lethal. That's yeah. like that's a little scary. I will say I'd be naive to say that the Bucks aren't going to make it interesting. I think they will. Well, I the think Bucks are going to give the Saints a run I, for their I said money. this is going to be. But close. I still see this. I still see the Saints taking. I it. think I mean, the Saints taking. Yeah. I think the Bucks. I thought Pat the, the point about defense was awesome point. Just because overall, dude, these are two very They're very very high powered mm-hmm. offenses. So they kind of I gotta say. Kind of cancel each other out. You know what yeah, I mean? Like comes these are two. Defense, yeah. When you're comparing them, like, I think it comes down to defense. And when you look at them side to side, I think if you're in a big game, who's going to make the stop? The Saints defense or the Bucks defense? I think the Saints do it. I have the Saints. We'll see. As of right now, I say Saints, but we haven't we haven't seen what the Bucks are going to be like. And it's weird to say that uh, like an offensive player is going to change the defense because I, I don't remember as you know long as I've loved football, I've never seen that before. But I think that having Brady around is going to help the defense. Okay, I've, how? I ju- I, I've explained it three times now. Yeah, just because he's going to... The, the defense is going to have more time to rest. Oh, yes. They're going to have more time to kind of regroup. They're not going to be on the field for as long. Just They're not going to be put in many bad situations. Right. Okay. I like that. Interesting. Yeah. Cut there. So, <laughs> Cut there. Cut there. That was good. How, how far do we have? Nick, do yeah. it. We have like five minutes. Oh, we have four minutes left. That's just an easy cut. I, I would have... I, I was going to do daily order and then... Just a quick shout out to our sponsors, uh, Daily Orton Attorneys at Law, full service law firm located in Warwick, Rhode Island. Um, they will handle all of your legal needs. They specialize in personal injury cases. Whatever your legal need may be, contact Kevin Daly, 401 921 5901, and he will be more than happy to assist you. Fred will be happy to assist you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Boys, all right. So, next, diving into the NSC East. Who wants to take it? Ugh. All right, I'll take it. Um, so, football, it's a game about trends. Right? Football, game about this is such a trashy division. It's a game about like trends. game about teams that are trending in the right direction, teams that are trending in the wrong direction, right? And I think that we have one team in this division trending in the right direction and one team yep. trending in the wrong I division. I think we all agree on this one. I, I have... On, on, on three. One, two, 
three Cowboys. Cowboys, in my and it pains me to say it. I was about to say Cowboys. In my opinion, are going to win the division, but Cowboys, in our opinion, are going to win the division. Um. Cowboys keep us from answering the age-old question of, is Dak Prescott going to get the big contract? Because they franchise tagged him this year, so we have to wait another year for that, you know, fun thing that to That big unravel. contract. Um, so, he's that back. He doesn't and now, they, they added CeeDee Lamb in the draft to accompany Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup, and that was Zeke Elliott in the backfield. And they did something that um, got a lot of media attention. They signed signed hired Mike McCarthy, uh, fired Jason Garrett. McCarthy's got a 125-77-2 and two all-time record with the Packers in 13 seasons, 10-8 and eight in the playoffs, and he's got a ring. He's got a Super Bowl ring with um, Aaron Rodgers. That's right. And Let's they also, have, they also have the third, third easiest oh, schedule. I was just about to say that. A couple Sorry. of weeks do have the third <laughs> easiest schedule in the NFL. <coughs> but I think it's the same thing as kind of the Packers and Vikings situation. It's more about the Eagles just – Regressing and being a bad team. Oh, it's the, the same thing. It's li- it's literally just like the lesser of two. Years. But I do think that the Cowboys are going to be better this year than the Packers were last year. Um, in a sense, where I think the, pa- the Cowboys might go ten and six, maybe eleven and five, whereas the Packers I think will go around ten and six, eleven and five. Um, the, the, I just have the Eagles are going to regress a lot. And plain and simple, they I took just, a lot of hits. Like, can anyone here out of this literally just and can I, like? Hypothetically. Yeah. Well, yeah. Can anyone here sit and just say to me, Michael, Carson Wentz is going to play 16 football games this year? No. Yeah, no. You can't. You ready? Can't. Ready, so ready, ready, how ready, ready, ready. He's going to get hurt. Oh. Wow. 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 All right. And uh, that's going to do it for this <laughs> one. We'll see you guys next time. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So. I look. I I, don't, I can't say that he's gonna be. I can't say that Alshon Jeffrey, the number one ru- wide receiver, running back, wide receiver, is gonna play twelve half. Who I don't think is the number one wide receiver. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. Well, when he's fully healthy, dude, he's he's really good. He's an okay receiver. He's Not pretty, okay. He's pretty good. N- yeah. He's a number he's, two receiver. He's pretty. I don't good. think he's a number one. He's an extremely high end number two receiver. Yeah. I think he's a low end wide one, 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 one wide receiver one. But agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Uh, I think that. Like I said, I think the Eagles are getting worse and the Cowboys are getting better. I think the Cowboys got the Look, I, I, I think the addition of CeeDee Lamb was an awesome move. Me too. And it sounds so, like, juvenile and dumb, but, like, seeing the stuff on Instagram about, like, him, like, like the catches he's making mm-hmm. when he's working out, like, it's so, like, he's, he's talented. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've, I've seen his stuff. He's really good. Do I think they should have focused a little bit more on the defense and snagging some more defensive pieces? Maybe. You know what I mean? What do you think about this defense? Let go of Byron Jones. I've said it a few times, but, you know, he's probably a top-ten cornerback in the NFL. Let him go. So the secondary obviously took a hit. Right. So, um, so I, 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 the, the fear that I see is that they're completely just beefing up this offense. Like, just absolutely steroiding the entire offense. Yeah, I mean, look, they were, they were number five in my power ranks a few weeks podcast back. They had, and like you said, I think the defense is solid. They had top ten, top eleven overall defense last year. Um, Prescott had the fifth most touchdown passes in the league last year at 30. Um, he also had the third most total passing yards. And I just feel like there's really nothing not to like. And I feel like this, as Michael said, the coaching hire is super, super important because this team has always been historically. It's a, it's a change of scenery. It's you know? absolutely a change of scenery. But it's, it's, I've always felt like, you know, even watching them beat the Giants, my dad's favorite team, like 
I just feel like it's, it just never works out for them. They have they have all the tools. R strong run game in Zeke. They added C.D. Lamb, as we've mentioned, to really bolster that receiving Do you think core. it was predominantly the coaching? Because I do. This guy would just go. Yeah, pre yeah precisely. <laughs> like, like how else? You know, like, what else? What else can it be at this point? You know, as we've said, I think this is finally the year. All the pieces to come together. And a sick they, offensive line, they, too. Sick offensive line. Oh, my line. God. Look, their entire offense is so good. I think they win the Running back, quarterback, by offensive line. line. Receiver. So then, all right, Neil, so you're speaking pretty highly of this team. You had number five in your power rankings. Mm -hmm. What do you think their record's going to be? This year? 11-5. I'd say I'm going to shoot. I'm going to bet the over. I'm going to say 12-4. and four. That is strong. Yeah, I'm saying 10-6. and six. I, Look, outside of CeeDee Lamb, a rookie wide receiver, who they add? Mar oh, they add now. Mike McCarthy. Okay. Yeah, no, but Neil is a point, dude. Mike McCarthy is a pretty good response. Like, like that was well, he that got fired in Green Bay. But seeing as because that, like, seeing as that, but like he had, Neil he said had they've a, had all the tools for so long and nothing else is working. Like, yeah, like a what new else? head coach like, is going to help. And here's that. the thing: I think that he's a great head coach, and I think that he will help this team, but not as much as you say. Because look, he had a better quarterback in Aaron Rodgers for 13 seasons in Green Bay, and has one ring to show for it. He had I many, suppose, but they many also have a stronger wide receiver seasons, core. They many have a stronger run game in he Zeke. Under, He's right. Under, no, m many seasons where he under-promised, sorry, over-promised and underachieved. didn't play as well as people thought they were going to. We, we, we had talks about it so many times, Pat and I, about how the Packers are always the team that's supposed to do this well, and they and do they, this well. Right. And they always and, – and, and at the helm has been Mike McCarthy for years on end. But and I don't think it's – he's been part well, of the reason and, that – And I've been saying this about Cowboys. So now you have a quarterback who's as good as Dak Prescott. I've been saying and, this. In an offense that is probably not as good as um, the offense I've that I've been saying this about the year. Cowboys for ages. It's the less of two Eagles. Who would you rather have, McCarthy or Garrett? Yes, but I think a jump from it's eight, an, and eight it's to twelve and four it's is a little too. I'm high. not telling you it's twelve and four. I said eleven and five. I th I'm I think that's like twelve and four. I mean, I think we're just you know maybe being nitpicky, being a little nitpicky. I say ten and six. I mean, it's one game difference. But I I, I, I just think twelve and four is just. But you still for, have for a head coach gain, a rookie wide receiver, and a loss of a top ten cornerback. I think a four game addition or a four game increase in wins is a little high, personally. Okay, so let's move to West. I kind of want to start this one off. So I have, Bill, look at the guy. I have Seahawks. I'm gonna join you and sharpie that in with you, Neil. Mike, do you want to sharpie it in with on, us? Come on, really? What? I thought one of you was gonna pick 49ers. Nope. We're gonna have they weren't really even in my power rankings. About it. Gonna have to sharpie that one in. Yeah, I guess. So I, look, like I, and and similar to the power rankings, I did struggle with this one. I just don't see. The Niners having even three-fourths, 75% of the power they had last year, like complete opposite of the Chiefs. Uh, they had the eighth, Seahawks had the eighth most team touchdowns per game in 2019. They ranked within the top 10 for completion percentage at 65. I mean, Russell wasn't just insane. He's made the Pro Bowl the past three years. Last year, he threw for just over 4,100 yards with 31 touchdowns. Um, I think Lockett and Metcalf, very elite duo. I love, Does, sorry, I, one second. I love the move they made for Jamal Williams with the Jets. A couple days ago, they were in dire need of a Jamal strong Adams. Jamal Adams. Jamal, oh my bad. They uh, they were in dire need of a strong, reliable safety. I think I'd say their biggest concern right now is their defense. In overall defense, they ranked twenty second overall last year. Oh, what happened to the Legion of Boom? <laughs> I miss those I mean, days. <laughs> crazy. I think defensively, San Fran's obviously better. I don't. They almost took a ring away from the Patriots. Fair. I'm just saying, like but that was such a dominant <laughs> team. You know? Offensively, 
Seattle blows San Francisco out of the water. They place yeah, top 10 for most points in the fourth quarter. It's going to be kind of important with the 13th hardest schedule. Seahawks, without a doubt. What do you think? I said it two podcasts ago, and I'm sticking with it. Seahawks are my dark horse, dark horse to win the Super Bowl. I think that they are such a powerful team. Super Bowl. To win the Super Bowl, do you have any? Do you have any concerns? I'm sure you have notes on. Do you have any concerns defensively? No, I don't. Because and I'm going to get into it in a second. They were any like, I'm, look, I'm, look, I'm looking at like I'm looking at like team like rankings and like defense. Yeah, looking at the defense. Twenty. Looking at the defense being twenty something. I'm with you. That's an immediate. How can you not be immediately concerned? And if you let me finish, I will tell Go you why. Go for it. I'm Any intrigued. Any type of questioning whether their secondary is legit or not is surely going to be shut down by the addition of Jamal Adams. Mm-hmm. Has to be. Adams was a big addition for the secondary. I'm not, I'm not even, even going to claim. For you the front you say seven. it all the time. You say it all the time. One doesn't player make, uh, doesn't make a defense, yeah. but it does make a secondary, and he is. Oh, I'm, I'm excited for this. All right, <laughs> here we go. So. Last year, the, li- the, oh my God, the Seahawks were ranked as the number one linebacker core in the NFL. Bobby Wagner, obviously, at the helm. They retained their linebacker core, and they add one in the draft in Jordan Brooks. Mm-hmm. First-round pick. Even better linebacker core this year. Seahawks were also ranked as having one of the worst defensive lines. If not, I think it was the worst defensive line in the NFL last year. Terrible. Terrible. Pretty bad. And they made a, a, a rookie addition to it in the draft. They signed right. Bruce Irvin in free agency, who had eight and a half sacks last year. And as the market for Jadeveon Clowney is dwindling, <coughs> he might come back to the Seahawks. So I doubt it, but it's certainly a possibility. <coughs> they also went out and drafted a pass rusher in the second round. And then again in the fifth round. They're trying to so that's up. three players that they, they've they know taken. What they need. So a second round pick, a linebacker. You could talk about all the picks. You could talk about all the picks that they need. Of course, a team is going to play to what they need. Obviously, not necessarily. Packers need a defense and wide receivers. They went out and got a running back and a quarterback. I'm just saying, and fine. we and all three of us had them winning the division. So it's not necessarily teams go for exactly what most they need. teams go for their needs. Patriots have long needed wide receivers, and they didn't draft one in this year's draft. Most teams go for what they need. I'm sticking with they're, that. Okay. They're not most teams. Exactly. Most teams go for what they need. Okay. They also so have they went for what they need, but just so so just because they went for what they need, I don't think constitutes Super Bowl run. I they don't. almost had a Super Bowl run last year if it wasn't for half their team getting injured, having to sign back in Aegis <coughs> Wonder, not Aegis Wonder, a washed-up Marshawn Lynch. I remember that. They that had didn't even add that much to their and, That was kind of cool. Oh, was it was kind of cool. I just thought he didn't add that much to their they team. They still no, no. almost beat the 49ers. They were one play away from beating the 49ers. With a what, basically a fifth-string running back. Week 17? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they but you know what, dude? They were the ones that blew it. It was the last play, and they, they But they also it. didn't have a healthy team at all. Their, he- their team was completely banged up. So you <coughs> add all those healthy players back this year. And add a, add a very, very, very mediocre defense and rookie Th- I just told you, they just signed three guys. Jamal Adams, fine. Jamal Adams. They got Bruce Irvin with eight and a half sacks last year. They added a guy in the first round. Added another defensive piece in the second round. Added Look, another I'm defensive piece you. in the I'm fifth round. I'm with you. No, I'm you're not with me. No, I'm, you're I'm, saying I, this defense is no, mediocre. I'm, I'm saying this defense can be I'm with you they're going to win the division. I just don't see them making a Super Bowl run. And also, how can you say that they're going to go from <laughs> – 22nd and now to a top 10 just based off of just told you rookies that may or may not perform Here, here's a question your, here's your, a question your argument was shaped around cd lamb being added to the cowboys that's, that's and what, how cd that's, lamb that's what i'm saying and but mike I, mccarthy I like, are gonna like have a like, four game win boost this i year. didn't say that I was, no that's what i'm saying but that's but that's why i'm questioning now in 
you know, kind of the backtrack of, you know, is Ken a rookie and maybe one other addition. It's not one rookie. It's three that I, I just added. Okay. And one of them can flop. I don't care. They still have two other guys that can perform really well. So, yeah, I just, just kind of, like, shift to something else. I just – they also had the first worst, fourth worst offensive line in the NFL last year. Not good, right? But no. they went out and they picked up four offensive linemen in the in free agency. Mm-hmm. And then they went out and got another offensive lineman, a guard, in the draft. There makes five offensive linemen. They can make a literal offensive Brand line new. just from the acquisitions that they signed last year mm-hmm. or just over the offseason. I just don't think that's going to make it a Super Bowl team. Yes, they will be a Super Bowl team. Because you still arguably have the second best quarterback in the NFL. No, actually, no. You they, no, you're right. They are a Super Bowl team. I just don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. They're okay. a Super Bowl team. You know, what? I, I can, I can allow that. <laughs> they still have one, not still, but they have one of the best wide receiver tandems in the NFL. And when healthy, they have a great running back core. That's what we need to remember. Towards the end of the season, they lost that game to San Francisco because of no running backs, because of a depleted offensive line. They had three injuries in the offensive line that game. They also, their defense was hurting bad. That's why their defensive line was ranked last. Because towards the end of the season, they lost a lot of pieces on the line Mm -hmm. to injuries. And this year, they're going to be healthier. Because they didn't go very far in the playoffs, they had a lot of time to rest. Look, I know know the Niners are the reigning NFC champs. I get that. I'm with you, Mike. The Seahawks are the team with the most momentum, and it shows. They have a better quarterback who is mobile that isn't a system quarterback, as we've talked about with Garoppolo. It com- just, I'm comparing the 49ers to the Seahawks, right, just because they're their counterparts. Their offensive line is not great, as we've talked about. Michael, you say there are a lot of holes to be filled, and they have. I don't know if the, all of these guys that you've said are the answer. I don't know enough about it, but we'll see. I'm just saying that if Wilson gets put in a bad position, he can scramble out of, out of it. But what separates um, – the Seahawks for me is got to be what we've talked about with the receiver core. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, who I think is going to have a fantastic sophomore year. It's going to be easy I to be really Metcalf dominant. I think Metcalf might outperform Lockett. I mean, he did towards the last six games of the season last year. And as we've talked about, Jamal Adams, a great de- addition to make the defense better. Best safety in the NFL. All around, mm-hmm. I got Seahawks. I think, I think I said it a few podcasts ago. I think they will go to at least the divisionals, and I think Personally, I think the goal is the NFC Championship, and I don't think Super Bowl's out of the question. I don't necessarily disagree with you. Because, but just look at the NFC. I don't think the 49ers can Me either. Absolutely them. not. I don't think the Buccaneers can. The Saints are the only team. Packers can't. Vikings can't. Eagles and Cowboys definitely can't. I the Saints Why is the, the NFC low-key bad? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think there's one... I think the Saints are the only team that can play with the Seahawks, and Seahawks. I will take Russell Wilson Seahawks over Drew Brees, and I'll take Jamal Adams over any player on that defense. I'll take Bobby Wagner over any player on that defense. I'll take the Seahawks wide receiver core over the Saints. You guys said Michael it earlier. Michael Thomas and Emmanuel out. Sanders? Yeah, I'll take Whoa. Lockett and Metcalf over that. Oh, I would never. Dude, Michael May- Thomas is one of Michael the best Thomas receivers is in the league. I, I, think he's I, can't I think he's overhyped. Michael Thomas? Yeah. He's overhyped. He's I think the, his he's numbers were inflated last year because right he was the I only think, target. I think Julio, Julio Jones is the best wide receiver in the NFL. I don't necessarily disagree with you. If I had to make a list, I think Julio Jones. I think it'd be like one. Julio, Hopkins, Thomas. Julio, but Thomas still a top Hopkins. three. Lockett's not in that in the top three conversation. Nor is Metcalf. Is Metcalf. Lockett's no. not. Yeah, but Emmanuel Sanders is maybe fifty-five on that list. <laughs> I'd put him. At like I'd 20. put Lockett and Metcalf top twenty, top fifteen probably. 
I, I, I still think you got to take like the, the best possible receiver in that regard. I, I okay. Well, I, I think I think it's very close. I think they they are very very close. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think they're very very comparable because but, you, have you, know, Thomas, I, I, you have Thomas who's at the very very top, and then you have Sanders who's at the kind of closer to the bottom. You have that duo, but then you have Lockett and Metcalf who are I think together. Yeah, I, I, it's like Thomas is one, Sanders is four, and then Lockett and Metcalf are two and three. So yeah. it's very like it kind of evens. Even. It evens out. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do think if you're you know asking who would rather have, you'd rather have one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. And I don't think that I think I think Metcalf can get there. I absolutely think he can get there. I do too. Um, under the right coaching and under the right quarterback, which he has. Mm-hmm. But, right. but like I, but then again, I take Wilson over Breeze. I take that defense over the Saints defense. That's strong. But and I, I think disagree. that there probably aren't going to be fans this year. But if there were, I would take Seattle Stadium over Saints Stadium. And, I, and for a two-minute drive, I would take Russell Wilson over Drew Brees. Me too. Their offense. I, I would take the Seahawks' running core over the Saints. You guys were saying it earlier. Alvin Kamara is declining. declining. Declined last year. I would take Rashad Penny and Chris Carson and their new fourth-round pick over Alvin Kamara. Still strong, but I don't Interesting. know. All right. I don't Boys, know. I think we just about wrapped up. My name is Michael Quachimani, signing off. I'm Pat Daly, signing off. And I'm your host, Neil Ditello. This is the Full One Podcast, signing off. We'll see you next week. Oh. Oh. Great job. Very nice.